Thank you for making this precious investment into your life. We believe the Word of God will transform you and usher you into new levels of God's goodness today. Be blessed as you hear this message. Test is taken from Psalm 30, verse 5. For his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Our theme for the year 2019 is based on this scripture. Weeping may endure all night. But that sense of foreboding that something is wrong has ended. That something unpleasant is about to happen gives way to the morning light. It is such an incredible thing to weep all night because of the situation you find yourself in. Overwhelmed by the feeling of defeat, hopelessness, confusion, but but all that is swept away in the morning. The question is, how can that be? It can only be by supernatural intervention. A person has wept all night. Then in the morning, he finds himself enveloped with joy. It can only happen by supernatural intervention. It can only change, that situation can change overnight by divine intervention. Not because you can whip away your problems. Not because you can sorrow yourself into joy. It doesn't work like that. Ask a depressed person. And they will tell you that their sorrow is indescribable. They just can't describe it to you. The deep sadness, the feeling of spiraling down a dark abyss with no bottom to it. The self-condemning emotions of negativity. The self-blaming that continues night after night and day after day and the questionings they question themselves and they ask why me why am I the only one suffering like this the pain the suicidal thoughts that fill the mind cannot disappear just because of the morning light So when God's word declares that weeping may endure 
for a night. But joy comes in the morning. We need to ask, how? How is that possible? How is that possible? To weep all night. Then in the morning, you are filled with joy. How can a person who has wept all night suddenly jump up with joy? Weeping may endure for a night. The word endure in the Hebrew is loon. It means to stop, usually overnight. It means to lodge as a guest. But sometimes it will try to stay permanently in a bad sense. Sometimes it will be obstinate and abide all night, refuse to budge, refuse to leave. Have you ever taken in a guest who overstays his welcome? The person said, oh, just for a, a week. Then the week becomes a month. And, and then you notice that he's settling in comfortably. He's not making any plans to move. Have you ever experienced that? I thought so. I believe everyone here might have experienced that. The Hebrew word endure means to stop by. As a guest, you come and you go. You know, life is designed that way. Some things are supposed to be a blip. It just comes. You deal with it and it goes. But there are things that refuse to budge. Something that's supposed to be temporary becomes permanent. But then, as an unwelcome guest, when his time is up, he has to go. And for 2019, his time is up. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You may have begrudged his presence and complained bitterly. You may have bemoaned his oppressive acts all night. But then, you can't take it anymore. You've been weeping. You've been crying. And you've said, I've had enough. And I can't, I can't wait for the morning light to throw this guy out of my house. Because you know that to kick someone out at night would mean you are very wicked. But then because you've cried all night, God answered you and intervened and said, this is it. This is the end of it. And so you can't wait for the morning light so you can say, Oga, please leave. <laughs> that is what the Hebrew means. The joy comes in the morning. You just can't wait for the break of day to say enough is enough. You came here for a week, but you've been here for months. Get out. 
Can you imagine it? I just want you to picture the scene. You have tolerated that for so long and wept till you can weep no more. But then, during the darkest hour of the night, just before daybreak, your God showed up and gave you the strength to kick that stubborn guest out of your house. So you can't wait for the morning light to come. You just can't wait. You have wept. You've cried. But then you've received supernatural strength, the boldness to kick that thing out. Is the reason you can't wait for the morning light. You were so tensed up with positive emotion that by morning light, this stubborn guest will be no more in your life. And for some, I want you to believe that this is your moment. This is your day. This is your, this is your hour. God is giving you the strength to kick that thing out of your house. You have endured the tones of the enemy for so long. You have endured that shame for so long. You have endured the ridicule of the enemy for so long. You have endured the pain for so long, that pain for so long. You have endured the sickness for so long. You have endured that depression for so long. You have endured failure for so long. You have endured the stubborn guest who had overstayed his welcome for so long. But just before daybreak, your God inspired you and said, your joy is coming with the morning light. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's give God praise. Hallelujah. 2019 is that morning light for you. Your joy is coming. And your joy has come. The weeping is over. The sickness is over. The tear is over. Indeed, your joy has come. For your mourning is over in 2019. It's over. Joy in the Hebrew is rena. A shout of rejoicing. You know, this, this, this oppressive presence has been with you and you've cried, you've wept and wept and wept, you've mourned and mourned, and then God comes to you to say, by morning light, this guest will be no more. So when you get up, you shout. It's not a matter of, oh, I'm happy. Just like the Nigerians did it. I, I wish you could teach all of us. And, and you know, now when Dr. Umar comes, I'll let them know that uh, upon all the salad, you still can bend. And shake that waist. Because, because remember, he used to complain that you've been eating too much salad. Now you can't bend. You are stiff. And then man, when I saw you, I said, I wish he were here to see you guys. You've forgotten. He used to talk about it, that you're eating the wrong food. 
So because of that, you become stiff. Rena, a shout of rejoicing. It means shouting. It means loud cheering in triumph. So somebody must get ready to give a shout of victory over that depression. Somebody must get ready to give a shout of victory over that pain. Somebody must be ready to give a shout of victory over that tear. Someone must be ready to give God a shout of praise over that sickness. Because you are kicking out that stubborn guest from your house, from your tent, from your body. That unwanted guest must go. That stubborn guest that has overstayed his welcome must leave and leave this morning. Because God, your God, has promised you, he's shown you mercy, and he has granted you the help needed. If you look at Psalm 30 verse 10, hear, O Lord, and have mercy on me. Lord, be my helper. See, when God said, in the morning comes your joy, then he says, that is possible simply because he is going to be your helper. He's, he's going to help you kick that thing out of your life because for, for days, for weeks, for months, and even for years, you have endured that pain. You've wept. You've mourned. When will this end? But then God says, I'll be your helper. You're going to kick that financial thing out of your life and in 2019 experience the blessings of God. He, he loves you and he cares so much about you. Look at Exodus 3, 7 and 8. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Havites and the Jebusites. Now therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. What has a beginning must also have an end. And you must know that this year is your year of joy. It's your year of happiness. You are not going to drag, bring these things along. No. 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 God had Israel. He had his people. He witnessed what they were experiencing. The oppression 
they suffered. And at the appointed time, he stepped in to deliver. God has heard your weeping. When he began at 7 p.m., he heard you. When you continued weeping at 8 p.m., he heard you. At 9, by 9, you, you were crying yourself silly. And, and because of the confusion, because of the overwhelming situation you found yourself in, and he heard you. By 11, he heard you. By midnight, he heard you. But then, just before daybreak, when you were about to give up hope, he stepped in and said, I'm your helper. He is here to help you kick that thing out of your life. In the name which is above every name, blessed be the name of the Lord. You are not entertaining that depression again. They are not entertaining that Suicidal thoughts and negative thoughts. You are not allowing these things anymore because God is by your side. And this morning, I want you to know he's here. He's your helper. He, won't, he says your joy has come. You must embrace it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He's here to help you kick out that wicked guest. Because he can't bear to see you Miserable. Do you know that no parent enjoys that? To see the daughter, to see the son miserable. No parent. I don't know. Even if your, 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 your son or your daughter has offended you, there's a breaking point. You can endure it. And God says, I'm your helper. I've come to help you. Just as Israel cried and cried and cried and cried. And one day he called Moses and said, I have heard, I've seen. I can't endure it anymore. Therefore, you are going to bring deliverance to them. Do you know that this is your finest hour? Blessed be the name of the Lord. He heard you. He saw you cry. You've gone through boxes and boxes of, of, um, um, of cleaners. You've, lit, you've literally littered your room with that. And he says, by morning light, by morning light, your joy will be upon you. Again, in Psalm 30, verse 10. Why is that possible? How can someone who has wept, someone who has felt so defeated, unable to handle the situation, even planning to take his own life, all of a sudden get that best of joy and energy? It is because your God has become your helper. And if God is for you, who can be against you? And he has come. He has stepped in. He stepped in that situation. He's taking it upon himself to fight for you because he's seen you beating up and beating down by your circumstances, by that sickness, 
by that depressive thought. He's seen you and he says, I'm going to be your helper. Therefore, he stepped in. He stepped in. You know this, if you are in, in, in a battle and you are being beaten up and someone wants to help you, it doesn't mean he just stands by to watch you and encourage you. No, he steps in. He takes over. And this is what your God is doing. He's taking over your battles. He's to kick that thing out of your life. In, because in verse 30, 11, you know what he, in chapter 30, verse 11, Psalm 30, 11, what does he say? He is the one who is going to turn your morning into dancing. Not you. You have turned for me my morning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with what? Gladness. It is not you. It's not because you can weep away your sorrows. It's not because all of a sudden you can find strength. But God himself is the one who is turning your morning into dancing. Somebody must get ready to dance. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because it is your God himself. You notice he says, God be my helper. And says, yes, I'll be your helper. And he will turn your morning into dancing. You've put off my sackcloth. It is God who is turning your morning into dancing. It is God who has put off your sackcloth and clothed you with gladness. The Hebrew words have turned is hafak. And it, it, it is God who says, I am turning your morning into dancing. How fuck? It means to turn, to turn over, to turn around. Somebody is getting a turn around. Turn back to overturn, overthrow, to convert, change, to destroy. It is not you, but God himself who has turned your morning into dancing. It is God himself who has removed your sackcloth and clothed you with gladness. It is God himself who is giving you a turnaround. It's not you because you've been overwhelmed and overpowered. All, you've done all you could do, but you couldn't get a break. Therefore, you turned to mourning. You wept. You cried. You sighed. Even though you, you may be smiling, but when you are alone in your room, then everything will, will overwhelm you and you weep. But then God says, he is giving you a turning around. He is, he is the one turning you around. You have turned for me my morning into dancing. It's God who is doing it for you. It is not you, but God himself who has turned your morning into dancing. It is God himself who has removed your sackcloth and clothed you with gladness. It is God himself who has given you a turnaround. 
It is God himself who has overthrown the enemy to give you the breakthrough you needed. When Israel was in captivity in Egypt, all they could do was to complain, murmur, and cry and soak their pillows with tears. They couldn't do anything about it. But when God said, I have heard their cry and I've seen the oppression, therefore I've come to deliver. Were they delivered? You should know that God is giving you a turnaround. 2019 is going to be the best year of your life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. All they knew to do was to cry. But then God, when, when the t- God said, it's my time to step in and take over and bring deliverance to them, regardless of the mind of Pharaoh. And isn't it amazing? This man went to the most powerful nation on earth at that time with just a stick in his hand. Oh, next week we'll find out that there is power in the presence and the anointing of God. That's all he did. He went with a stick in his hand, but it was God's stick. You must know that it is God who is turning your situation around. It is not by might, nor by your power, but it is by his spirit. And somebody must begin to step into it this morning. Blessed be the name of the Lord. For just as he did for Israel, when Balak was hired, um, Balak hired Balaam or Balaam to put a curse on Israel. You know what he did? Let's go to Deuteronomy 23. Let's look at. Because they did not meet you with bread and water on the road when you came out of Egypt. And because they hired against you Balaam, the son of Bear, from Petor of Mesopotamia to curse you. Nevertheless, the Lord your God will not listen to Balaam, but the Lord your God Turn the curse into a blessing for you because the Lord your God loves you. In 2019, God is turning all the curses into a blessing. In 2019, anyone who pronounces a curse against you, God will turn that curse into a blessing. Do you know that Balak said to Balaam, stop it. If you won't curse them, then don't bless them. It's too late. Anyone who opens his mouth to say, uh, to bring a curse against you, God will hear that and turn it around. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. That's what the Bible says. It's not because we're so perfect in our ways. Not because we don't miss it at all. Not because we don't offend. No, it's just because he loves us. Sometimes you wonder why a mother will countenance a daughter and not throw that kid out like men do. But it's because the woman loves the child. God loves us. Oh, men, we can throw you out. And, and <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
Oh, most men can stubborn God. Don't come here again. Then the mother will cross you. What do you need? <laughs> so usually they don't come to us when they mess up. They know where to go. It's so important. You know this he says is because our God loves us. Is our time up? Okay, we have a little bit of time. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It is God himself who has turned your morning into dancing and clothed you with gladness. And he's the one who has done all these things for you simply because he loves you. And he has turned your morning into dancing. If you look at Psalm 126, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, they were in exile for 70 years. 70 long years. To the point when some of them gave up hope. But when the time came, it was like a dream. Just get up and go. You are free to return to, to, uh, to Palestine, to the land of Israel. And they set out. And that was when they coined this psalm. They said, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Do you know that in 2019, some of us, it will look like, oh, is this a dream or is it for real? Blessed be the name of our Lord. And in verse 2, then our mouth was filled with laughter, our tongue with singing, and they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. This is, you must be ready. You, do you know that when God blesses you, others can see it and say, this person is blessed. This person is indeed blessed. And this is what people will say about you and say of you. Why? Because God has purpose to do this for you in 2019. Then our mouth was filled with laughter. Learn to laugh. This year, don't frown. Don't frown. Just laugh. And then and sing. When we're alone, sing. When you come to church, sing. Dance. Bump into people. Because these days, the way they, they, the way they dance with all this, haven't you seen them dance like this and all that? So, so that means... You don't need to have a perfect rhythm. Just do anything. Uh, just, and just dance. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In, in my day, you got to learn uh, to move uh, you know, by the beat. This is the go like this. Or this. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that's, that's, that's how they dance now. So you can dance anyhow, in a way, in any form, and it will be a dance. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
In verse 3, the Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. It's so important you catch this, that when God does things for you, be glad. Don't just say, oh, thank you. And then you, no, be glad, be happy. Let everybody know that God has been good to you. Hallelujah. And verse four, bring back our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Bring back our captivity. And when he did it, it was like a refreshing um, stream. You notice when you are hot and really tired and you go under the shower, how do you feel? Or you, 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 you dive into a pool, how do you feel? Or when you're thirsty and you get a drink, how do you feel? That's, that's what God has uh, did for them, and this is what he's promised to do for you too. Blessed be the name of the Lord, because he's done great things for you. It's like the streams in the south. And in verse 5, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Some have been sowing and sowing and sowing, and then the enemy says it's not working. He's, he's a liar. Look at verse 6. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. So you notice this is what God has promised to do for us. And back to Psalm 30 verse 12. I want you to be mindful of this. To the end that, give me verse 11 and then we can add the 12. Then I want it to flow. You have turned for me. My morning into what? Dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. 12. To the end that my glory. In the, in the Hebrew, that word also means soul. To the end that my soul may sing praise to you and not be silent. Oh Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. You see, when God does these things for us, it's for us to give him what? Thanks. So that our soul can sing praises to him. So that we may not be silent. Many a time God blesses us and we are quiet. God does great things for us and we don't say a word to anybody. We just keep it to ourselves. But the time has come because you see, he does these things so that your soul can sink. When your soul is singing, you are there and you are humming. You are there and there is a melody in your heart. You are happy because of the blessings of God. And then, of course, you can also shout and yell and dance. Your morning has come. In 2019, you must know that God has promised to bless you as long as you serve him. He's going to continue to bless you and prosper you, but so that you can give him thanks. Is the reason God told me, do this thanksgiving 
thing because I have done so much for people. Do you know that people outside are jealous of us because of how God has blessed us? We look different. We dress different. We, we're so nice. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Your sister who goes to another church is jealous of you because you look so nicer. Better than her. Am I right? Or am I the only one who feels that way? Oh, yeah. They look at you and say, wow. I just don't know about these all nations people. It's because God loves us. And in 2019, get ready to laugh, smile, be happy, and have joy in the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We invite you to connect with our ministry. To order inspirational books, messages, and other resources, call us toll-free at 1-888-263-4272. You can also visit us online at www.anfgc.org. There you can also find a local All Nations Full Gospel Church branch in your city.